0: Hi, this is Victoria Nolly and here with me again is Dr. Darren McCauley. As I mentioned in my previous video, he is the director of the St. Andrew's Sustainability Institute and he he is also a senior lecturer in the School of Geography and Sustainable Development at the University of St. Andrew's. Uh, In the previous videos, we talked about fossil fuels and energy justice. We also talked about energy justice and alternative fuels, that is renewable energy. And we also explored more on the geographical perspective of energy justice in this video we want to look at energy justice from a global perspective but before we start I'd like dr. Macaulay to briefly introduce himself again
1: well thank you very much uh, Victoria for inviting me back Um, yes indeed I uh, lead the Sinatra sustainability Institute uh, which I'm very proud to have done for the last seven years Um, I also have uh, been involved in a range of energy projects some of which I want to raise particularly in this video as we're going to focus on energy justice from a global perspective. So I'll perhaps raise some examples from Russia, Nepal, um, Vietnam, and the US where I've done some work uh, over the past seven years.
0: Okay, that is really interesting. So, let's get started. Uh, What do we mean, like, how can we understand energy justice from a global perspective? Because, like, as we mentioned in our last video, different countries, different regions face different energy challenges. So, how can we bring it up globally?
1: Yeah, uh, so I think the the starting point here is whenever you've travelled and worked on uh, a range of projects, The common theme that I see in my work is the issue of energy access. Uh So so far we've talked a lot about energy generation, uh, electricity, heating, but energy access is an issue that globally we need to tackle. So over 2.5 billion people, depending on which source you use, do not have access to to electricity or heating. Uh Uh, And quite often that access is intermittent. So uh, in my work in the Russian Arctic, uh, what I found was uh, this desire to have access to energy was exactly the same as what I found in, for example, in Nepal. Uh Uh, But one issue that cut across both uh, examples was this idea of having electricity all the time. Something that we take for granted, Uh uh, particularly uh, within the context that I've been working in, uh, but this common global challenge of trying to ensure global energy access is something that I think unites a global perspective of energy justice
0: okay actually you've brought in energy just uh, energy access I've written on energy access issues mm-hmm. and then for energy access, we realize that we have uh, full we have four four issues to tackle, yeah. that is affordability, exactly. you have the electricity, but can you afford it? We, we, we have to talk about accessibility now, yes. like for people in developing countries. Yes. If you have the resources, resources, but you cannot access electricity, yes. and then sustainability, which we actually discussed, mm-hmm. and so the, the next question is, how, because you've talked about the issue of Russia and that mm. actually brings in energy justice from a global perspective, because I didn't even know that they had energy access issues. Oh, yes. Obviously. Uh, which other examples can you give us besides Russia to bring in the global perspective of energy justice?
1: Yes, and yes. Um, I should say very quickly that mm. one of my Russian master's students um, once contacted an agency in Russia to ask about fuel poverty. Uh, to which they replied there's no such thing as fuel poverty in Russia which of course is not the case Uh Um, and whenever you go beyond Russia even to the US where uh, I conducted uh, some research for the EPSRC uh, where we looked into fuel poverty and energy access issues across the US and what we found was not necessarily the intermittency but affordability Uh was a crucial um, sort of criterion where inequality was driven by the inability for a number of different sections of society to not afford consistent electricity. And the affordability aspect globally is something which is critical, mm-hmm. but I think particularly within the US example, where I worked on the, on the East Coast in particular, uh, affordability was a, this real driving issue for achieving energy justice.
0: Yeah, and then uh, what, should we the, what should be the way forward to tackle um, energy justice in a global perspective? Yes.
1: I think we have to try to tackle the issue of energy access by effectively coming together and, and understanding the fact that energy access is something which should be a critical human right. I know, I understand as a lawyer, you've got a much better understanding than uh, myself as a geographer, but. Mm-hmm. I think pushing energy up the human rights agenda and particularly this issue of access I think Mm -hmm. is critical if we're going to get a global move towards not just reducing carbon emissions Mm -hmm. but also ensuring that this process of transition away from fossil fuels at the very heart of it makes sure to ensure um, affordable and consistent access to electricity and heating Mm -hmm. and if we unite behind that objective I, I feel we might be able to get some momentum in that direction in a positive way. All right,
0: and then I'll also just add something. Uh, You've mentioned about making energy access a global issue for us to be able to achieve uh, global justice, mm. we know that energy access is under goal number seven, it is. under the sustainable development goals, mm-hmm. but there's also a connection between energy justice and other yes. SDGs. Yes. Now, for instance, uh, when you look at the SDG that concerns uh, gender equality, mm. you realize like in developing countries, it's the women who are the main users of energy. Yep. So a woman will spend a lot of time collecting firewood, Very true. and they're the ones who are affected by in do air pollution. Yes. So there's no way you, you can achieve uh, no. gender equality if it's the women who are mostly affected. Very and also, true. you talk about healthy living. I mean, hospitals, they need energy. So there's no way you can achieve a goal on healthy living without tackling energy access. I agree. Education. You know, right now we're in the library, but we're still using energy. So, yeah, it's a global issue and there's no way we can achieve energy justice if we cannot tackle energy access. I
1: absolutely agree. I'm glad that I've convinced you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I agree. So thank you very much, Darren. And in our next video, we shall discuss more on a transition to a low carbon economy from a geographical perspective. Stay